0: Uh, the reviews are in and we're gonna tell you what they are. He's what's left of Todd Vandenberg. I'm Rob Steele. And uh I tell you every week to be careful and wear a mask and everything. And Todd went out and got COVID anyway. <clears throat> I
1: did. Even though I'm vaccinated and boosted and wear a mask all the same time, and so sit still. But the good thing is, as far as I know, because you know, this is just my case. But as has been seen for the most part, it's like no hospitalization, didn't even have to go to the doctor. You know, it has it's been mild. This those this is kind of what what the naysayers were saying. COVID is like at the beginning. No, oh, it's just a bad cold. It feels like a mild flu. But that's because this is a variant of a variant of a variant, which is much milder and unvaccinated and boosted. That's why it's mild. I'm i'm extremely lucky that i was able to at least delay getting it for a couple of years so that it didn't croak because i probably would have so
0: then you just have to listen to me and who wants to do that <clears throat> <laughs> uh speaking of not wanting to listen to things uh you mentioned that this at the end of the sh- after in post-production last week hi ted um Morbius got re-released to a thousand screens and made a whopping what thirty five thousand dollars
1: on the Friday night. I think I ended up making like three hundred thirty some thousand over the entire weekend, which is still Wait,
0: horrifically bad. That, that's <laughs> wow! You, you can't just go that low. No. Worst release ever. Conversely, if you want to fall asleep during something, which I heard Morbius might be good for. <clears throat> uh, Mo, is it Mobius or Morbius? It's Morbius. Morbius, yeah. I kept, kept thinking there was. Some... Anyway, August fifth, right. uh, Netflix is coming out with their Sandman series, and they finally released a trailer for it, and that looks good. It's and it's a DC project. Who knew? You um, Something else oh, coming by out, by the one... way. Mor- Sorry, I was just
1: going to say Morbius Morbius averaged $289 per theater for a weekend. Oh, dear. For an entire weekend. Tickets are, what, probably about 12 bucks a pop? Something like that. So so that means each theater, each screen (laughs) averaged eh, maybe 25 people went to see it over the weekend. Wow. Oh dear, I, I, I feel sorry for those people. I don't know why they did that. Uh, it anyway, yes,
0: yeah. it was a, it was a, it was a stag party. Anyway, <clears throat> um, conversely, from and this is this is backwards because Marvel, and I know it was a Sony movie, not a Marvel movie, even though it right. was a Marvel character. DC came out with a good movie trailer this week in Black Adam. They did. Uh, it looks really good. The, we get to see uh, shots of Hawkman, who's also in it. Adam Smasher, who is a little known, little known to the general public character, uh, looks good in this. Doc, uh, Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, I think, is a great idea.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a great movie. We talked about that months ago when they first talked about
0: the cast. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the Rock as Black Adam works. Yeah, and for
1: some reason he thought he needed to get pumped up more than he
0: what than he already was. That's not necessary.
1: Reason the Rock decided to get super buff for this, which is he's more buff than the character is in the comics.
0: That's a bit much.
1: He looks like Rob drew Jerome. I mean, it's crazy how how huge the Rock is in this movie. But don't know why he felt he needed to do that. But good for you, dude. But, yeah, the trailer looks really, really good, which is, like you
0: said. Good good for DC. Um, Actually, another full t- – there's been a bunch of trailer stuff. Let's go to uh, the new Predator movie called Prey. And, actually, I think it's a series, not a movie, coming out on Hulu also on August 5th. Hmm. No, it's a movie. August 5th is going to be it's a, a busy day. Uh, but we found out in this trailer, we knew it was going to be the Predator 300 years ago or so against a Native Amer- group of Native Americans. It turns out it's the Comanche tribe. All right. Uh, colonists will be killed in this movie. Don't worry about it. Uh, they're involved in the plot somehow. One of the things that really interested me, though, and you don't get this very often, it's going to have a Comanche audio track. Yeah,
1: you get that as in never. First feature film. <laughs>
0: okay I, I, I didn't know that it was was the first i didn't want to you know didn't want to go out on that limb yeah. yet but that is the first in, okay in,
1: I mean, in in comanche in that particular language so I, I guarantee you i know what i'll be watching and then when it comes up on hulu just like it would yeah. be really if they will release it in theaters and some selected theaters will have that option because that would be so freaking cool. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching it, like, with a Comanche audio track just because it's going to be – it's just something different. And, yeah, I don't care if I have to read the captions. <coughs> i yeah. fine with that because I, I can read, so it's okay. I would much rather watch films in their native language because there's – a dubbing has gotten so much better than it used to be. Where it looks like, like someone's working a marionette's mouth and it's out of sync all the time, but you're still missing something. And even if you can't understand what they're saying, you still get a much better translation on the screen of what they're literally saying than them trying to fit the dialogue to their mouths and changing, changing the, the script. So, and just the fact that that's freaking awesome that they're doing that, so, so very cool.
0: I am and, really looking yeah. forward even if it's a crap Predator movie, I'm looking forward to just hearing that and hearing what it sounds like. I think it it, it think just you know, that sounds cool.
1: But the premise alone, I mean this sounds like oh, yeah. the best predator movie since Predator two, which would be freaking awesome. And, uh, and they're see. all entertaining even Predator versus Alien Requiem? Covenant, whatever the Covenant. Yeah, Requiem. I knew it was one of those weird
0: Something like words
1: that, that no one in typically Yeah. I mean, you know, that's not a good movie, but it's entertaining. Uh, But this could actually be a really, really good movie. I love the premise. And hopefully, hopefully it lives up. The trailer looks
0: great. Let's see, something else that hasn't even started filming yet, and yet we have a spoiler. (laughs) But that's okay. It comes from one of the major stars, and we're going to find out before this comes out anyway. Picard Season 3 where the Next Generation crew gets back together. We've gotten a spoiler from LeVar Burton himself, <clears throat> who tells us that Jordy LaForge is married with two kids, and one of them is played by his actual daughter. Now that's cool. I think that's cool. Um, I don't know how the cool. series I'm is going to go. I, I don't talk- know a storyline hey. or anything, but that's a yeah. cool thing. And I'm not going to watch it because I could care less
1: about
0: that series. But. I'll watch it for you. That's. That's a thing, apparently. Um, We're going to get to some Kenobi stuff next week, but I do have some Kenobi news, kind of, in that Moses Ingram, who plays Reva, you know, the one that all these racist pricks around the planet are going, oh, we can't have a black person on this screen. Oh my God, it's a black woman. No, no, no. Yeah. Bite me, everybody. She's getting a spinoff. Is she really? She, she, she That it, is that she is, is she allegedly is, is, the deal right now and I love thing. the idea just to make the racist people go, oh, oh my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, to my mind, there was only two good things about this show and she's yeah. one of them. So Now I'm
0: curious. What's awesome. the other one?
1: Uh, Mr. McGregor himself—he's—he's ah, he, okay. been very interesting to watch, despite some quirky lines at times. Uh, because he's even freaking McGregor, but yeah, everything else in the show is just like, eh, yeah, okay, fine, it whatever. Pretty, but she's been—you
0: huh? got to give it that—it looks
1: good. pretty. They spent a lot of money on it. Unfortunately, none of them went to the writer room. That is
0: probably but, true. Yeah. <clears throat> or Speaking of the writing room,
1: whatever money they spent.
0: <laughs> uh, I found an article this week And I'm not necessarily Meaning to pick on the person Who wrote the article Who is, <clears throat> and I apologize for mispronouncing Any part of this Zoe Sadozai Malik You wrote a good article, love But I'm picking on you for, just for the title Because the title was She-Hulk proves pop culture Isn't doing right By its green women Now, it started me thinking, what green women are we talking about here? Because of major pop culture green women, I'm coming up with the Orion Slave Girls from Star Trek, the original of whom was Yvonne Craig, Batgirl from the Adam West series, trivia, She-Hulk, and Gamora from the Guardians of the Galaxy series. Oh, wait, Gamora isn't mentioned in the article. Which makes me, you, you know, I'm I'm still stuck on the where are these green? Can you think States. of other green women? I'm lost on green women in pop culture.
1: Uh, the, the the Jolly Green Giant had a female counterpart in some <clears throat> at some point. I think maybe in the 80s briefly. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. sure that's. Oh well, Poison Ivy. Uh, she's green in some some uh, depictions. So, mm. Mm. you know. <clears throat> is. Okay. I'm sure there's some some flick with some Martian chick who's, <clears throat> off of course, green. But uh, it's not Mars needs women because the title told you they didn't have any women. So that is true. Um. Yeah, that's that's really odd.
0: I don't really, know. really odd. Anyway, you mentioned poison ivy, which leads me into uh, the Young Justice season four finale. I am I was really looking forward to it and for a change I was not disappointed. Yeah. This ended beautifully. All of season 4 I think went really well. It was if you get the chance to watch it it's on HBO Max. Um not all of the threads but a lot of the th- storylines were closed off. It was very satisfying. I still want season 5 even though it's not greenlit yet. It the way they've set up season five looks like it's going to be really, really good. So, that, that a good
1: question if, if there is a season five pending,
0: so we don't know. But. As soon as we know, I'm going to be very happy, and then I'll put it on the show. And we'll let yeah. you know. I'm sure that's what we will. do. <clears throat> this series has actually made me very happy, even if there is an eight-year gap between seasons two and three. Weird, right? It could happen. And I don't know. It, it happen. Look at the Matrix. Speaking of things that could happen, I would never have expected Spanish. Well, actually, no, I'm not going to say I never would have expected it. It would have happened eventually. But a mini series depicting the origins and life story of the Sex Pistols. I wouldn't have expected to see that on TV. And yet there it was on FX. Wow. Wow. It's a a six episode series. uh, Based on the autobiography of Steve Jones, the guitarist of the Sex Pistols. So if anyone knows, it's probably him. You know, it's not Sid Vicious's um, autobiography. He's a bit dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it starts off. <clears throat> with, well, I, you know what? I'm not really going to explain it to you. I'm going to tell you to watch it, because it was really good. I will tell you also, do not watch it with the kids. I was gonna say, <laughs> there's, uh,
1: they're not going to show much of the Sex Pistols uh, story if it's going to be uh, kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, there, there, there is drug use. There is full frontal nudity, sex. Uh, there is a lot of language. Um, But there's also one thing that really did annoy me because I I wouldn't have caught it if I didn't have the subtitles on. Because so I've got the subtitles on because there's construction outside, and I've got kids. They like to make noise. I like to hear what's on the. I TV. have
1: construction outside at least. Although yeah. Not today because the sun.
0: So you know I've got the I've got the subtitles on, and I would not have noticed. Who some of the people are without it. And one of the people, they said, Oh, to, to uh, one of the characters as they're walking down the street, and one of them stops and they turn around and tell her, Come on, Sue, we're going this way. Now they spell Sue S I O U X. Hang on a minute. That's oh, wow. Sue of And the Banshees. Yeah. And the Banshees. It made sense that they would put this in here, but they did not do last names very well. I think the only ah. time they ever mentioned a last name was when they made up the name Sid Vicious, <laughs> uh, which allegedly was named after uh, Johnny Rotten's oh, – I'm sorry, I guess I got his last name too because Rotten is not his last name uh, – Got from named after his hamster. <laughs> but this made me look up stuff <laughs> to see who else was in this that I did not know was there. And so I got on IMDb and looked it up, and apparently – Steve Jones had a very long relationship, I mean, throughout the whole series. Not not necessarily boyfriend-girlfriend thing, but they were friends, became more, became less, so on and so forth. What? A romantic yeah. dramedy in the middle of all this? No, can't. Yeah, it was. Um, with a girl named Chrissy. Okay, fine. I look up in IMDb, apparently it's Chrissy Hind. Wow. Of uh, Of The Pretenders. I would never, I I would not have put the Pretenders together with the Sex Pistols, because I I honestly don't know that much about the Pretenders. I know Chrissy Hind, I know the name. Ask me anyone else in the band, I'm not a clue.
1: Interesting.
0: But it was very interesting to see how this came together, how it fell apart. Because, wow, it yeah. really fell apart. Um, the guy playing Malcolm McLaren though seemed to be I'm thirty years old, he said at several points during the thing, and really? You look like you're twelve. <clears laughs> you know, he 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 Probably did look old, huh? he just looks young. He's got one of those faces that I've seen in several other th- I don't remember him from a Doctor Who episode with David Tennant about ten years ago. He looks the same. <laughs> um but you know what? This was a good series. It's on FX. I think you can order it as a, a, a streaming thing. And I recommend it if you are even remotely interested in either the Sex Pistols or the punk movement. Uh, or the Pretenders even, because they they get an origin story thrown in, kind of wedged in a little bit. And it's all of it is well acted. Uh, there are some disturbing bits. I'll let you know that up front. Um, but, yeah, it was a very good series, and I'm going to actually highly recommend it.
1: If it's on FX, then it's also, I'm sure, on Hulu.
0: And
1: I'll check that while you FX, talk. To- I, think they have their own, I think they have their own streaming service, actually. <laughs> FX does, so definitely lots of options there on how to watch that. But,
0: uh, had to You're right, it is CD. available on Hulu.
1: There was a bee trying to murder me, so I decided to come inside, because I do not really want to do a bee murder. But, plus it's hot outside. Anyway, yeah, not surprising that that that's on FX, because that's about, I mean, that's the kind of thing, I'm not even sure if HBO Max would want to tackle that story, so, Mm -hmm. very cool.
0: Yes, very Very much. Very cool,
1: Indeed. But yeah, I imagine the laundry list of reasons that uh, you don't want the kiddies to watch it is covers half the screen. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure there's tobacco use too at some point because that's the mortal sin that usually pops up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I was like
0: What, they're smoking? I was I don't know if I mentioned this when I watched Ghost on the Shells uh twenty forty-five season two or whatever they want to call it. Every episode had that little thing in the corners at TVMA for nudity, of which there was none, and smoking. Not the violence on the screen where you get people people's arms blown off <laughs> and stuff. No, 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 not the violence. Smoking.
1: Just the best, right? <laughs> when they show that, it's like, oh, be careful. You're going to watch people smoking cigarettes. Th- th- your th- children. <laughs> yeah, the, dis- the disembowelments, that's cool. There's no problem with that one. But, uh, no, not at all. Yeah, very weird. Very, very weird. I just work here. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Anyway, I have now migrated to the backyard, which is in the shade, which helps. And there's not a bee out here
0: trying to film it, so. That's a good thing. Uh, Lord. Lord, give me strength. It's still early, but are you enjoying the night sky then?
1: I am enjoying the night sky quite oh. a bit. Thank you for mentioning that ching Didn't even talk about that with the pre-pro, thanks, Ted. Night Sky, another delightful streaming series. A little bit different from a show about the Sex Pistols, though. Uh, uh, for one thing, it's not nearly as violent as anything you saw in Sex Pistols. There's some violence, but not like that. But Night Sky is... A series on Amazon Prime. It is about an older couple who have a big secret in their little tool shed out back. It's a portal to other dimensions. So it's definitely a science, definitely a science fiction story. Definitely better than anything that they put on screen for Narnia. I'm not talking about the books. I'm talking about what they put on screen. <laughs> uh, this is really, really. Good show because it's a, it's a character study. And, of course, people who want to talk about a science fiction movie, go, oh, my gosh, they're the talking about character development? Yes. Yes. They actually care about the characters. It's actually really well-written. Has great acting, uh, led by Sissy Spacek as Irene and J.K. Simmons as Franklin. That, of course, would be the older couple because if there's an older couple than them – They might have died during production, so not that they're really even that old. They're plain older than what they are in real life, but very cool case study of just how they relate to each other and how they work things out with – yeah, so Sissy Spacek, J.K. Simmons, excellent. As the couple just going through life's travails as you get older, plus dealing with – Uh, All the fun little issues that come up when you have a portal to other dimensions kind of in your backyard, although it's down in the tool shed and blah, blah, blah. And it's dealing with a young man who shows up and uh, kind of interrupts their lives. C.C. Spacek is happy. J.K. Simmons is not. So there's lots of. Conflict there, strife as there typically would be. That's what I really like about this. That it takes the premise of oh, there's a portal to other other worlds in my backyard, but it does in the framework of these people act the way real people would probably react. It's so well written. Unlike other shows that we have talked about a lot, so Night Sky, Amazon Prime, it is absolutely great. I would be shocked. If both of those actors are not nominated for Emmys for this, because they're excellent, really, really good show. And yes, it does have its exciting moments because it is science fiction after all. And yes, there are bad guys chasing the stranger. And yes, there are plot twists and sometimes people aren't who you think they're going to be. And there are other people and there's strange cults. So it gets pretty wild and complicated. So it's much more than just a character study of this older couple. But that's at the core of it. That's at the heart of it. And that's what really makes this show work.
0: Actually sounds really good. That's something I'm going to have to watch that sometime in the next week, I think.
1: Eight episodes, I believe.
0: Cool. As opposed to the surprise thing that I've left for you. I can't wait yeah this I found this and I said you know what this is going to be one of those movies we watch so you don't have to (laughs) how fun I could tell from the movie poster because it had the big title and it had the main character and it said coming quarter two 2021 I said to myself you know what (laughs) that's made by a board of directors yeah, the movie is called, and I didn't make this up. The Siege of Robin Hood. Now, generally, when you hear something like that, the Siege of Robin Hood, that immediately maybe reach for a map and try to figure out where Robin Hood is. <laughs> <coughs> the siege by Robin Hood, maybe. Yeah. Um, and you know how at the beginning of movies you have all the production companies go by, all the big logos, you know, Bad Robot or whatever. This had nine production companies. The last four of them, and I'm going to explain this a little bit. They used After Effects templates that I've got. Now, After Effects (laughs) is a program put out by Adobe that makes special effects and title screens. They can make some beautiful title screens. But these last four I looked at and went, I've made that before in my bedroom. And they put that at the let's beginning of this night. movie. Let's <clears> not <throat> get over show. So let's see. Robin is played by a guy I very vaguely recognized. So I looked him up, and it turns out he was a stuntman in the 2017 Ghost in the Shell movie. Ah. <clears throat> He's the big Wait. name, and folks, you do not know this cast. You don't know anybody. I'll save you the trouble. <laughs> but it opens. In a modern-day London Renaissance fair. And everyone's dressed medievally. But it turns out it's not really modern London. It's filmed in modern London. It's not modern London. I like your shirt. Should I ask where your phone is going? What was that?
1: (laughs) A trailer for something that popped up, which wasn't supposed to pop up, because that's the joy of internet. Ah, all
0: right.
1: Back to the show, starring the right. stuntman from one of my favorite films of all time.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it opened in a modern London renaissance fair. Although it's not really modern London, it's a long time ago. It's, but it's filmed there. You can tell from the pavement and the fact that the buildings are standing. Um, you know, Everyone's dressed medievally and stuff. And there's bad guys chasing a guy who is presumably Robin. Now, we don't actually get his introduction for about 15 minutes but he's the guy on the poster. So you assume it's Robin. Um, then there's a lot of Jackie Chan stuff going on. There's a sword and a stone in the background, really for Robin hood. Sure. Why not? And there's a lot of slow-mo because I'm going to guess that the runtime of the movie was shorter than they wanted it to be. Then there's a title screen and the title screen is so spectacular. I can't read half of it. Well done, guys. I I could read Robin Hood's The Siege of could not make that out. I'm fairly certain that that title screen and this film were created on an old iPhone. It's that quality. Anyway, Robin escapes from the people. He's walking through the woods with his sister. Hmm, Don't remember her. Anyway, they come across this thing and she says, Robin, what is that? And he says, oh, it's a trebuchet. Someone just left a trebuchet just lying around on top of a hill. Really? Of course, because that's what you do with trebuchets. Just, ah, we'll leave that here. Anyway, they hide from the, uh, they hear people coming, so they hide behind the trebuchet. And they, it's the same people who were chasing him earlier. And they caught a guy. They put him in a cage on wheels. And they have to, they're taking him to the camp down the hill. And Robin says, Oh, I've got to free him. Because He likes him. I don't. Anyway, goes down the hill. Robin gets into trouble, and his sister starts firing the trebuchet. And I don't know what trebuchets fire. It's something big. I didn't realize it would be explosive. Really, Mm. mortar shells out of a trebuchet? Why not? Of course. Um, Then we 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 just know that the trebuchet bullets or whatever they are are hitting. We go back up the hill. Apparently, his sister has found. Oh look. It's the people who own the trebuchet and know how to work it. They've magically appeared and have decided to help. Huh? <laughs> they all look like reenactors because that's how this movie is budgeted. Uh, we get a cut to Princess John. Ooh, a gender switch. Apparently she's a queen in as many ways as you want to take that. Um, this film goes downhill from here, really. There's so many issues Beyond just the quality and the story and the writing, things like there's minstrels in the background and you see them stop playing because they put down their instruments. The music keeps going, but they put down their instruments. Um, The sheriff of Nottingham shows up at Robin's house because he looked him up in the phone book "Hmm?" Uh, and killed his sister, but didn't wait for Robin to come home. Because that's a good (laughs) plot point. Uh now I don't mean to make fun of anyone's deformity or anything. And I had to look this up because I thought there's no way dude looks like this. And dude looks like this. I thought the sheriff was actually a special effect and I apologize for that because from the from the neck down it's a dude. Uh from the neck up it looks like a lump of silly putty with teeth. Mm. Dude, I am I'm sorry. I, anyway, moving on, <clears throat> uh, we go to a jousting tournament where the reigning champ is Sir Lancelot. I'm sorry. When, <laughs> when did Lancelot get put into this story? And why are we, you know how, uh, like at the end of Knight's Tale, they had different runs. They, they go the first time and they smash into each other and they go a second time and they smash. We watch all five of Lancelot's runs in this. Why? Because the runtime is short and they want it to be a two-hour film. I guess. Anyway, we end up meeting uh Merlin. Merlin, who's a hippie in a knit beanie. <coughs> <laughs> or maybe it's macrame, I'm not sure which. Anyway. Uh Merlin says Robin needs a symbol. So the next scene is Robin going out and carving a symbol out of wood. On an anvil that is in front of the Windows 95 default hilltop screen saver wallpaper, Mm. and he carves out Bane's mask from The Dark Knight Returns, because that's a good symbol. Um, Turns out the guy that we (laughs) saved from the cage that's that's Little John. We come across uh, a guy I thought was Will Scarlet until I looked this up in IMDb, because and. You kind of get that feeling because he gets into a fight and he pulls off this Jackie Chan, Jet Li stuff. And I thought, don't mess with Will Scarlet. And I looked him up. Nope, that's 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 Tuck. He's not Friar Tuck. He's Weaponsmith Tuck. Really? Really? Okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to skip to the end of this, really, because they were... Three. There were guys. three main things that really bothered me. The climax of this movie had too many fight scenes at once, and they kept trying to cut back and forth between them. At the end of the movie, there's the scene where Robin talks to all the people of Sherwood and, hey, we won. It's a Robin Hood movie. You know he's going to win. And he's talking to all the people of Sherwood, but there's only like 50 people there. I'm like, wow, everybody else in Sherwood's dead. Population 50. This, if that. And I'm not going to spoil this for you, but one of the main characters does die. But at the end, they do a funeral scene for him, and they do a a Viking funeral thing where they make the boat, and they put him in the boat and cover him in flammable stuff and set him on fire and push him off. Now, he's supposed to go to Valhalla down the river like you do. They push him into a lake. And we can okay. tell it's a lake. Oh, he's not headed to Valhalla. He's headed to the other side Valhalla. of the lake. Now, it. I suppose I should point out that there is a scene where there's a horse walking through a field, a field, and his hooves are doing the clip clop noise on grass. <laughs> uh, tucks sword oh, makes nunchuck noises. All the blood is put in in post production.
1: Um well they clearly had money for coconuts,
0: so they they I guess they, they had to use the coconuts. Uh you and actually when I watched this earlier this week, it had a four point five or four out of ten on IMDB. You said it's gone down to two point five.
1: Down to two point five, so that's fun.
0: Well, apparently it still has its four out of five on movie insider. So make of that what you wish. It's kind of fun for the fights, which frankly are rather well choreographed and you know it's fun just for the ability to nitpick the thing to death think of this as a medieval mst3k on a jackie chan movie without jackie chan in it (laughs) uh you can rent or buy this from amazon it'll be streaming and don't worry it won't be long before it's free this is not a good movie i can't see it make it's not going to make a whole lot of money But you know what? It's fun. So enjoy it. Um, Enjoy the horribleness. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) that's our show this week. Um, Geez, I'm not sure if I should do the COVID thing at the end of the show now that you've got it and everything. No, I'm going to anyway. COVID still exists, (laughs) as evidenced by Todd's continued existence I think that's the way I wanted to phrase it. Um, there you go. Anyway, yeah, be careful out there. Even if you take all the precautions, you can still catch this. The best thing you can do right now is stay home and watch a movie. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that
1: unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end.
0: I am very disappointed.
1: Man, we have a weird job.
0: It's shameful, but, uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone.
1: Dorn, that's the end.